Well, hi, everybody, and welcome to Anti-Bullying 101. This podcast is designed to create awareness about the bullying epidemic and provide teachers, administrators, parents, and even students information about the dangers of bullying and why we have to take a comprehensive approach when dealing with the problem. My name is Jim Burns. I'm your host. I'm a retired high school administrator with over 40 years of experience in education. Currently, I'm a college instructor, and I've designed the Bullyproof Classroom, a graduate course that provides my students with permanent help, not temporary relief, as they battle the bullying epidemic. Enjoyed the podcast, everybody. I wrote the new three R's in education, respect, responsibility, and relationships, 15 years ago. At the time, it was difficult for teachers, parents, and administrators to buy into this philosophy. With the events over the past many years, I believe that this book has more meaning now than ever. I'll be sharing chapters of this book during the next 10 episodes of Anti-Bullying 101 with commentary and ask that you take a good hard look at the state of society, education, and our culture and consider what you hear and use the philosophy to facilitate change. Well, hi again, everybody, and welcome back to Anti-Bullying 101. As I said in the intro, we're going to be covering the new three R's in education, but we're going to be revisiting it. I wrote this book 15 years ago. We are on Chapter 2 right now, and we're going to be covering some important pieces here and some important philosophies that I think are going to be very beneficial to my listeners. So... As we move forward, we are in Chapter 2, Why the New Three R's Are So Important. Now, as a young boy, I always believed that if I excelled in the basics, I'd be successful in life. And in reality, isn't that what we teach our kids today? You excel academically. You excel in the basics. You do the best that you can. This is how you're going to get where you want to go. And I'm not so sure that this is true anymore because employers are looking for people who can get along, take orders, be respectful to clients or whoever they're dealing with, be respectful to other employees, and be responsible and get to work on time and do what they're told when they're told to do it. So I believe the same thing that people believe today. You excel in the basics, you'll be successful. Now, my parents always insisted on good grades, and they made it known to me that if they thought I wasn't working up to potential, they would would basically do something to make sure that I did 
better. I improved my attitude toward the academics. I never thought that I would get into college, but I did. However, I was almost asked to leave the school after my first semester because my grade point average was a 1.0 and that's a D. So I got into college. I thought that I had excelled in the basics in high school, but sadly I didn't. And when I was in college, I found out just how hard some of these academics actually were. And I wasn't sure of my future and I became frightened thinking, you know, what's going to happen to me if I don't start putting my mind to my work? Now I decided to go into teaching and for the next three and a half years I worked extremely hard. I put in a tremendous amount of effort and I graduated with a 2.9 and if you do the math, that was a lot of A's. And I could never, for the life of me, understand why those A's were so hard to achieve. I had to work three times harder than anyone else to get good grades. I had trouble retaining information and being able to recall information at test time. That was a nightmare for me. It was painful to study. To sit myself down and memorize content you see, it has become so difficult to memorize content today for our young people and for children that what's happened is we've taken memorizing almost completely out of the curriculum. This whole idea, this whole idea that learning is fun is not true. We try to make it fun, but in the process, our students don't master content. They don't master the material that they need. That's how I got through high school, having fun. But I never learned anything. I probably had test anxiety, and I didn't even realize it at the time. I was constantly distracted by circumstances, relationships, and I was an extremely insecure person. I was afraid of confrontations with other people and speaking my mind and usually said what I thought others of any significance wanted to hear. Now what I came to learn as I began my teaching career was that my students, other teachers, and even the parents that I worked with had many of the same problems. They were caught up in the trials of life just like I was, and they couldn't focus on tests. And so what happens? Teachers in society and, and in, you know, in general, we started believing that people with these shortcomings had ADHD. We're talking about, we're going back 40 years ago, maybe 30 years ago. You know, it's kind of like, at the time, we had to almost invent a condition to support what was happening in schools. See, 50 years ago, ADHD wasn't an available condition yet. It wasn't invented. Now, what they were saying 30 years ago was, well, maybe they have ADHD. 
Now, I know that I had some pieces missing, and I definitely wasn't the sum of my parts. But in reality, my students had some pieces missing. And their parents had some pieces missing. And many people had some pieces missing. So what were these pieces that were missing? Now, after many years of my own struggles, and after working with students, parents, and aspiring teachers as a college instructor, it became obvious that the problems that existed in schools and in society in general was not due to a lack of academic ability. Rather, it was due to a person's inability to develop a sense of respect for authority figures, a responsible attitude regarding their academic assignments and behavior, and the inability to form meaningful relationships with parents, teachers, or anyone of significance. Now, it was once believed that if a person had an understanding of the three R's of reading, writing, and arithmetic, they'd be successful in life. No more. That's not the case anymore. Because most of the kids don't come to school with respectful attitudes or a sense of responsibility. And they lack the ability to develop relationships with teachers. And believe it or not, some teachers have a hard time developing relationships with their students. And understand this, many students who struggle academically tend to lack respect for the teacher. Instead, they work harder trying to figure out how to get out of completing assignments rather than being responsible in completing their assignments. They also tend to lack the overall ability to form relationships with adults and friendships with other children. Now, all of that, all of that is something that occurs with a young child early in life because their parents basically had difficulty raising them as my parents had difficulty raising me. And I've said it before, I think it, by the time I came along, because I was the youngest in the family, I think my parents forgot that they had kids. And when you start to realize, when you become aware of a shortcoming in yourself, and the insecurity starts to develop, and you're having difficulty maintaining friendships, and every single adult is giving you a hard time, when you start coming to terms with that, the anxiety grows. Sometimes depression grows. And we start having difficulty in many areas of our life. Now, as teachers, we can't be naive to these facts. But we have to realize that this problem didn't start yesterday. It's been going on in society for years. Teachers and parents have to develop those lost skills and attitudes that they missed. And we have to help develop those attitudes in our own children and our students if we're going to develop adults who can excel academically, socially, and emotionally. Now, 
some kids do develop as good students. Be very honest with you. Without the new three R's. But in my experience, as they mature, they lack the skills to become good workers, marriage partners, and even parents. They become classic underachievers who are filled with knowledge but rub everyone the wrong way. They also become people who can't hold a job or stay married for any length of time. Now, how do we do this? How can we ensure a student's success in these three vital areas? Remember, respect, responsibility, and relationships. And they're not going to develop on their own. We may have to change our own attitudes as adults. And it's going to take time. It's going to take a lot of time. But it's going to be worth it. It will be worth it. Because the more time we put in with our children in terms of respect and responsibility and in their ability to form relationships, and when they're young children, it starts with forming friendships, that's when, and by friendships I mean you can share, you're kind to one another, you speak to one another in a kind manner. You don't rip things out of people's hands. You don't take for granted that what you have, you had it coming to you, which is the entitlement mentality. And you know, they might even call that being spoiled, but the bottom line is they lack, they lack the new three R's, respect, responsibility, and relationships. Without them, without them, people are going to have, our children are going to have, an extremely difficult time. When I wrote this book 15 years ago, nobody agreed with me. As a matter of fact, I used to talk about obedience. Now nobody wants to hear obedience. I had to use the word compliance. Because obedience was a dirty word. And as I said before, people likened it to dog training. We have to get away from the idea that we have to be politically correct. We have to demand, demand respect. We have to demand responsibility. And with responsibility comes consequences that are associated with the lack of responsibility that someone has. You don't go to work one day, you don't get paid. You go to school, you excel, you do well, you put in the effort on the job and you are a valued employee, then you start getting breaks. What does that all that mean? That means if kids are compliant, they get breaks. No compliance, no breaks. We have a disaster on our hands and it's looming. It's getting bigger. It's going to eat us alive if we're not careful of it. And these kids will become adults. In 15 years, I've seen changes in adults because they were children when I wrote the book. Let's start putting our time in to helping kids become respectful, responsible and help them develop the relationships that are necessary 
for them to move through life and be successful as adults. If we don't, if we don't, we're going to pay the price down the road and we're going to keep having generation after generation of kids getting worse and worse. And then they become adults. My friends, the new three R's are more important now than ever. Respect, responsibility, and relationships. Let's do what we can to help our kids learn these skills. My name is Jim Burns. Thanks for listening to Anti-Bullying 101. Now, in the episode description, I am putting a link where you could download this ebook if you want to read it. If you'd like to read this ebook, you can download it and you'll have it. And you'll be able to follow along during the podcast. Please go to my store at bullyproofclassroom.com and check out the products that are there and some of the courses. You'll enjoy them. Also, the podcast doesn't run on its own. I'm putting a link in the podcast description. Please donate to this podcast if you want to keep this thing going. I am steadfast in doing my best to help stop bullying. Respect and responsibility are totally related to bullying, and we have to do something to try and stop it. Please, it's going to be right there in the episode description. Please donate. You'll be taken right to a site where you can donate a buck, two dollars, five dollars, whatever you want to donate. It's necessary to keep this thing rolling. You'll have the book in the episode description that's for an immediate download. If you care to follow along with the podcast, I'm going to try and do two of these a week. I know we've had two weeks go by now, and I've only I've done one. I'm on chapter two. I'd like to get two a week done so we can wrap wrap the a series up. But if I can't, you'll see one, one, at least one of these podcasts a week. And I'm going to be doing some interviews uh, moving forward. I'll be interviewing some folks who've had difficulty with bullying. So stay tuned for those as well. You are my listeners. I thank you for listening. I thank you for taking the time to care about this topic, bullying, and what we can do to try and put an end to it. Because if we don't, this problem is going to grow, and that's not what we want. We want kindness, respect, responsibility, caring to be part of our culture. Right now, I'm in New Jersey, and it's a little bit cloudy. It's cold. It's cold, but I want to remind everyone once again, no matter what the weather is around you, you can be involved in a blizzard, of which I would hope you wouldn't be out driving. You can be involved with bad weather. You could be looking out your window and say it's a cloudy day, but always remember, you carry your weather around with you. Thank you for listening to Anti-Bullying 101.